No. Uh, we've just come from a briefing, and uh, we can't talk about that can't on the show. Can't talk about it. It's under embargo. Yeah. I, I don't think our listeners should have to wait another 12 hours before we release this great show. And Absolutely. That's embargo. If you want to know what we're talking about, just head to checkout.com.au and eftm.com, and yeah. the information will be there about one of the largest companies in the world and some announcements they made, which, yep. frankly, yep. I shouldn't have got out of bed for. <laughs> Yeah, that could have been off a press release, but it yeah. was good. But it was it was good. It was good to see because a lot of people aren't aware that Google Maps was actually the, it was conceived in Sydney, yeah. in Australia. So that's that's a big deal. Sure, I hear and what you're saying. hearing from the leading one of the lead engineers, Noel Gordon, was there giving us his insights and sharing his. All I'm saying is, plenty of people who work in the corporate world world will know about those times when you go to a meeting and you come out. So that that meeting could have been an email. Yeah. That event could have been a press release. I agree. I agree. I was very surprised to see you there, actually. You're very hard. You're like, what was that model that said, it, 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 <laughs> I won't get out of bed for less than $10,000? Was that Christy Turlington or someone? <laughs> it was, remember, that, that's you for tech events, especially in the morning. It takes a lot to get you there. So well, I oh, thought you might have been doing it across for the Today Show or something I'm from there. just very particular with my time. I'm, I'm with you. Time is money. I'm with you. And if, if I can be using my time for something different or something that actually makes money or, frankly, family time. Yeah. Like, I could have dropped the kids at the bus this morning. Didn't do that because of that event. Yeah. Should have dropped the kids at the bus. That's all I'm saying. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. All right. Yes. But we're not here to, to whinge about me and or have me ironically, about life. Ironically, too, we did have to use our maps to get to get back to our to the Tech God studio here. Yeah. There's been horrendous traffic and I think what you use Waze, Waze I use Google, Google Maps, and huh. you beat me by how many minutes? Five minutes. Okay, you did Smashed leave. You. you did leave a few minutes, a couple of minutes earlier than me. Mate, I didn't leave a couple. You of had minutes a, You early. had a. You had a head start. I, I left thirty seconds. You had a slide. Maybe head start. a minute early. Slide head start. No, I, I left so so close. To so you. you beat me by four minutes, not five. Okay, four okay. minutes. Still okay. smashed you. Waze. In navigation terms, Waze. Yeah, that's four a, minutes. That's a long time yeah. for a journey like that. Yeah, is is a big win. Don't you reckon? Yeah, I, I've got to say that in my Tesla, it's got Google Maps, and it is, I always trust it. I always it, trust. I ways. always trust it. I'm thinking, nah. Once I think, nah, nah, I'm going to go this way, and it was the worst thing I ever did. Yes, it's got all the lies. We've all got those map. regret stories. Yeah, yeah where you totally. go, nah, mate. There's no way. Ways you're an idiot. Yeah, and you, you think go, you know oh, better. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's something happened up there. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's do an episode. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. And we'll tell you all about them shortly. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 422, or as Richie Benno would say, <laughs> 422. Interesting, uh, there's, a Richie Benno, there's a Richie Benno stamp uh, that's been made available. Yeah. It's $1.10, which means if you buy two, it's $2.20. Okay, would it, they should have made it a dollar eleven. So if you buy two, two it'd be for two, two for two, twenty twenty-two. That's it. It's very disappointing. Why didn't they think they of that? Really Australia stuffed that post. Up. They should have consulted with the blokes first. Really stuffed that. Absolutely. Up. Anyway, we are here to talk all things tech. Um, we have a busy, uh, frankly, busy month coming up, Stephen. We do. Yeah, we'll be globe trotting. We'll try and get shows in San Francisco, Sydney, Barcelona. Uh, just over the next three weeks alone. Wherever so we are, wherever the blokes are, we will record. We're going to do a darndest. Yeah. I mean, absolute darndest. Now, yep. speaking of that, though, globe trotting is something is is it's probably going to be cheap airline tickets for most places right now <laughs> yeah. because globe trotting is slowing down with the coronavirus. And this yeah. is, I mean, we can make a bit of light of it because we're we're just we're just knockabout blokes who are just having a bit of fun here. But it's a serious issue. Um, hundreds of people in China have died. There's yeah. 14 cases in Australia. 
um, three of which have been um, released from hospital. I heard the Prime Minister talking to Alan Jones this morning. So, you know, we're handling it well here. But one of the things we've done is shut the borders, essentially. We've yeah. said, if, you, if you're not Australian and you're flying in from mainland China, you, you just turn around and go back. Um, you've got to be self-bloody quarantined. There's all these things going on. And I, to be honest, haven't given it much thought. But then yesterday, got a press release from LG saying they have decided to withdraw from Mobile World Congress, the event we're going to in Barcelona, uh-huh. um, to uh, avoid unnecessary travel for their um, Chinese and, and right. Asian-based oh, they, workers. They sent you a press release. I got that, didn't you? No. Brushed. Well, you know what? Can I tell you no why? press release. Can I tell you why that's weird? And we're going to talk about LG later on. Yeah. I didn't get anything about Apple TV. Oh. But I got something about Corona. So, oh, so the Apple TV app, you no, never got that? No. Wow. Hello. We should compare notes. Hello. Hill and, um, is it Hill and Nolte? LG MWC. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I guess it wasn't. Oh, no. It was a police, police blow a statement from LG regarding MWC. LG Electronics is closely monitoring the situation related uh, to the Novell I nearly said novel, as in, you know, it's just nothing important. Yeah. Coronavirus outbreak, which recently uh, declared global emergency by the World Health Organization. With the safety of its employees and general public foremost in mind, LG has decided to withdraw from exhibiting and participating in MWC 2020 later this month in Spain. The decision will prevent needlessly exposing hundreds of employees to international travel. <laughs> so what do they say about us then? What are we, suckers? We're heading over there anyway. The only LG email I've got in relation to MWC is asking if I'm going, and it says LG will have a media booth tour on the 23rd of February. Well, and look... Obviously this, not now. To be honest, this is a this is a reply to that thread. So I've, I've replied about a bunch right. of, you know, going to that and whatnot. No, I never got that email. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll so I got that email. I never got that email, but you never got the Apple TV That's right. announcement. Wow. I hope they're listening. Just get your mailing list sorted out there. <laughs> no, okay. No, no, well, I don't need to listen. I'll be sending it. In, in, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, the coronavirus has, is having effects in the tech world, mainly, obviously, China's a central place where a lot of factories are located. Yep. The supply chain is massive there. Uh, one of the biggest companies affected uh, is Apple. Apple have yeah, totally. closed all their mainline China stores till Feb 9, I understand, just to, for safety. Uh, a lot of their factories are affected. The, yep. the capacity of their factories is affected as people are in quarantine. People aren't allowed to travel across the country. They're, they're staying put. Uh, and the supply chain as well, of course, the, the semiconductor business and stuff's got to get across the country. Yeah. Uh, so so I got it's a having note, an effect. I got a note yesterday from a, a supplier in China who I deal with a little bit on, on things, just kind of getting info. Yep. And this was really just a, a kind of a, a spam to, to everyone in their contact list saying, look, um, I'm sure you're aware of the outbreak that's happened in China. This is a you know, Chinese person writing in English, so there is a bit of yep. humour to the way I read it. Yep. Uh, now our government already inform us to prolong the Spring Festival holiday by around 10 days. So their, their, their Christmas, their Lunar New Year, yep. is being extended by 10 days. Um, in our experience, this will cause two issues. The raw material price will increase and delivery time will delay. So they're basically saying, look, if you need stuff, you've got to, you know, you got to get it out. Yeah. You've got to order it now for even down the track. Like the impact of this thing on tourism in Australia is huge, but on the global, as you say, supply chain is massive, mate. I mean, it's it's an enormous thing to think that the impact could be on how products are produced, when products are produced, the cost of products. Plus, just think about Mobile World Congress for a minute. Now, I know LG in Australia on in the mobile space is... Is basically gone now. They're not. They're not. They're not worrying about their their phones here anymore. They tried hard, but they they globally they sell a lot of phones. They make a lot of phones, and their ex- ex- exhibit there is reasonably large. Mm. They've just gone. Yeah, nah. We're out. Mm. 
Like MWC, Mobile World Congress, have now got to deal with a big empty space. Yeah. Um, plus, what happens there? They would have probably paid for that already, would they? Or would yeah, they? I mean, LG, the, the cost, the cost saving of not sending everyone will be enough. Oh, they, yeah, I guess they can write pay the there. floor space, yeah, right? Sure, sure. But then, yeah, you do raise the question, and I made this point um, to a couple of journalists we were talking to this morning. There's been some claims and some calls that, that there's been, you know, essentially racism in Australia around, yeah. you know, us being concerned about Chinese people. I mean, that's ridiculous, yeah. and and any such thing is just ridiculous yeah, and deplorable. True. But yeah. I'm not going to lie. When we're in Barcelona, yeah, and and you go to the the trade hall where you know the, you know how they have like the Turkish people and the Israeli, the, the Spanish, they put them all together. Yeah, yeah. When you go to the the Chinese stand and they're all just little <laughs> knockabouts trying to make their way. Yeah, I mean, well, what precautions do we take? Do we do we legit do wear we face masks? Yeah, well, we were having this discussion, and we. I know in Australia, if you're coming from mainland China and you're not a, a Australian citizen or a resident, you get turned back. Mm. Now, is is Spain going to have the same precautions there? Like, are there's going to be let's let's list them: Huawei, yep. Oppo, or ZTE have changed their mind. They're going, as well as all the other suppliers and everything from China. Yeah. So, what what's are they taking precautions? Are they going to be allowed into to Spain if they've been uh, in these parts of the country? Are we gonna exp- endanger ourselves <laughs> while we're there? Like, it's it's gonna and and GSMA by the way, the people who run MWC have said yes, it's gonna go on. It's not gonna be affected by right. this. There will be uh, hygiene precautions, and there'll be stations where you can wash your hands and all that kind of gear. So they are sort of gonna have a presence there right. where people who are worried they're gonna hand out face masks and things like that. So it, it's unusual to to get that kind of a, a, a press release from. A company or the the organisers of a show before you head there. I mean, and here's the other thing: face masks, right? It's you know people walking around with those doctor style ones. Yeah. On, they're useless. Really? They, they you need the they, one with like a filter on the front the, of it. The ones the ones that actually cup to your face. Yeah. Go around and over your nose, cup onto your face. Have you got a few EFTM branded? Oh, ones? I'm going to make some inquiries. <laughs> like, Can I just put a tech guide sticker on. It's on? a really interesting problem. Like this could so obviously. Um, you know, we've got an event next week. That's not going to be affected, I don't think. Yep. But Mobile World Congress is either going to be really small because of the lack of travel from... Smaller, yeah. People small. in affected countries. I, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to cancel. I reckon even journalists and other attendees, like ex- um, yeah, analysts we'll, we'll and people like that, yeah, yeah. I think they're going to they're be, you know what, I'm going to just play it safe and stay home. Yeah. Like, and we'll, we'll, up front, we're being hosted too. We're being flown over there by Oppo, another Chinese company. Yep. So we're, we're we're on board so far. We haven't heard anything from them assuring us that everything's going to be okay. I hope yeah. we do get that email. Yeah. Uh, but it's having a worldwide effect, not only on the, these come upcoming shows, but the, these companies like Oppo, Huawei, they want to show, they want to be there to showcase their new products. Mm. And I'm hoping that none of them are taking any shortcuts in terms of health and and the precautions. To do that, and the I know business is important, is, but you, health is more important. But you've got to go fourteen days early and quarantine yourself. That's yeah. the only way to well, be sure. Well, that's now then. They'd have to be yeah. there already. That's right. Yeah. So it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. We'll have to wait and see. We obviously leave on about the twentieth, I think. Yeah, twentieth. Um, yeah. So there's a bit of time. There's, there's a bit of water but under the even, bridge. Even we're going to we're gonna talk about Samsung in a sec. But even travelling to the US, that that's I'm sure that'll be. We've got to keep our eyes open there as well. 
And, and the other, you know what will happen in the And there'll US. be other journalists coming to this Samsung event well, from Asia. I've just thought about it too. I'm doing the connecting. You're going through San Francisco. So I'm direct, yeah. Best, but I'm going to connect through. I reckon LA Customs is going to be a nightmare. Wow, yeah. Because they're going to enhance screening, enhance uh, everything. Yeah. I could miss But have they, but hasn't, hasn't Trump said that they've, no, you can't come in from China. I oh, know, but it? is that actually slowing things down? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm about to find out. Probably aren't we? speed things up if that's the case. All right. Well, we'll wait and see, and uh, the blokes will be on the ground uh, reporting with. Uh, we'll probably sound like this for a podcast. In a couple <laughs> yeah, of weeks. We'll talk to your mask <laughs> in a plastic bubble somewhere. <laughs> bubble boy, <laughs> Moops. He's in a it bubble. It was Moops. <laughs> I got someone on Twitter followed me, and that's where their handle was. Uh, Moops was their handle. <laughs> Must be a Seinfeld fan. Can we just take a moment? Yeah. Ray Donovan. Oh, man. No, no season eight. What's doing? And plenty of the, the two blokes listeners have jumped onto uh, Ray they Donovan. They have. They've got on the bandwagon. That was, I suggested to you, and people have, have taken notice. Liev Schreiber on Twitter has been like, oh. very disappointed, obviously, but Mate, everyone I'm, just I'm add him. Just add him. I'm gutted, yeah. Tweet him, say, look, I'll watch. And my family will watch. We'll all watch. You remember when Brooklyn Nine-Nine got cancelled and then, and then re... You know, came rose from yeah. the ashes. Shouldn't Netflix? is it on the strength of viewers wanting it? Yes. Yeah. But I just don't think Ray Donovan Netflix. has the same. That's what I'm thinking. Get it on Netflix. Good just idea. Netflix fund it. Or Stan or something. Something. I don't think, I don't think Stan's going to fund it. But no, I understand. But Netflix, Netflix. Get it on there. Season eight. You know what I'd do? Here's what I'd do if I was Netflix. I would fund it uh, an an extended telly movie style. Yeah, approach. just to wrap Look, it up. We can't afford ten episodes. Like El Camino. Like Correct. They did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just let's let's do a, a wrap. Yeah. Show, like we, we that's should be a Hollywood, tremendous mate. idea, because look, look, not, not going to give anything away, but the end of season seven, there's a few issues still unresolved. Yeah, for, for a lot of individual characters, there's yeah, there's still a can, journey. You can yeah. see a journey. Now that journey might end abruptly, yeah, in in a telly movie style approach, or it might be the whole arc, right? I reckon a two hour movie that's will right, tie it all up. Yep, and brilliant idea. But here's the other thing: a two hour movie tie it all up. But it would also test the waters on how successful that two-hour movie could be, and potentially there could be a follow-up movie. Let's, like, let's tweet Lee Schreiber right now, and I'd suggest that to him. Let's p- pitch pitch a movie rather than a than a, another full season. Do you know what we should do? I'm I'm Pro- deadly produce serious. it. <laughs> no, no, I'm deadly serious. We should write the plot line, not not the screenplay, but just go radio. You reckon? H- here's the thing: you got you I'd got. Say these... they would have done that already, mate. No, no, but I'm just saying in telemovies. So just go right. You've got you got these five characters. Here's how you'd wrap it up in two yeah, hours. Hang on, spoiler. We don't want to spoil it. No, no, I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying do it all now. The, all the characters. I'm yeah. just listing. Let's yeah, just yeah. say there was five characters. Yeah. Let's let's just do a, a one We've paragraph summation of yeah. how how you'd wrap that up for. Got to be done. Gotta I'm gonna rewatch done. the last episode. Got to be done. And I'm gonna make that summation. And I think Leave Leave Schreiber was he on Instagram announced it. That, yeah. That, announced that, that. Announced that. Uh, that it was that in the would, hands of the networks. Yeah. And then I read it in Variety. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, it's Liev. You sent me the Liev. Yeah, Liev. Yeah, he used to be married to Naomi Watts, the Aussie actress. Really? Yeah, yeah, and they had, they've got two kids together. So yeah. he says he has the most beautiful children in the world. That's, that's they're half Aussie, mate. Twitter hand. They're half Aussie. I did not know that. Yeah, he used to be married to Naomi Watts. You know Naomi Watts, the blonde. Heard of her? Yeah. She was. Uh, she was in oh, several movies, King Kong, and she was in Mulholland Drive. She's been in uh, Twenty One Grams with Sean when did Penn. They break she, up? she got a she got an Oscar nomination for Twenty One Grams. When did they split oh, up? I think about five six years ago. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Okay. So the kids the kids are like about yeah, they're, 10, they're 12, yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah. Hit, so about hit teenagers. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, they're half Aussie, mate. There you go. Yeah. All right. Two blokes talking. Well, Hollywood, tech, whatever you like. This is two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and 
Stephen Fennec. Well, we are going to be overseas next week, and we are going to the Samsung Unpacked event in San Francisco. The second year they've done this uh, San Francisco event just ahead of Mobile World Congress. Last year, we actually had to travel from San Francisco to Barcelona because they were just, so close I'm together. Just so glad they put a yeah, week between. They put a bit of a buffer zone between uh, yeah. their, their own event, which kicks off next week. It's early Thursday, so early Thursday, the twelfth in Australia, six a.m. I think is going to be streamed. Yep. So that's eleventh in San Francisco. Pretty awful timing again. They've done it yeah. again. And uh, what what we're expecting to see, and this again, I think, has been one of the worst leaked events yeah, that, of, of all time. Yeah. No surprises. We're going to see the Galaxy S twenty, not the eleven. The 20, which one of our astute readers suggested that maybe they're changing the name of the, the phone to match is. the year. And I went, well, that's good. as I get that's older, smart. that's going to make things easier. Yeah. The 20 what do you think 20? right now, if I say to you, iPhone 4S? Yeah, 2011. Takes you a bit though, right? Yeah. Just, just a little bit. Yeah. So th- that would make life easier. Yeah. But a le- For us old blokes, yeah. make life real easy. Good, mate. I'm glad you included yourself in that one. But oh, the um, oh. the uh, Apple has embraced 11. Uh, I, I reckon that might have been another reason why they didn't want to just S11. break away, just so they're not. Uh, it, there's no confusion. Yeah. Not that there would be much much just confusion, but in terms of branding, having a big eleven would also be kind of helping Apple. That's anyway. an excellent point. Yeah. You're right. I, yeah. I think you're right. Take it away and yeah. move, move away from Apple as quickly as possible. Absolutely. So what we can expect to see? Look, it's been pretty heavily leaked. Three models of the Galaxy S20. Yeah. Uh, they're talking, uh, and you know you're going to hate these because they're really big screen sizes. Well, this so, is my biggest problem. You know yeah. the S10e. Yeah, which was a great phone. Which was yeah. They've basically abandoned that that smaller, cheaper version, yeah. but I think that's smart because keep that in the A series. Go A ninety, A seventy. He pushed that up, and then so know. the S twenty. I think the smaller size is going to be like a six point four inch, which was like the plus years ago. It's crazy. So they're going to go six point four, six point seven for the plus now, yeah. and this is what I want to use: the six point nine inch S twenty Ultra. That's a humongous. That's a tablet, phone. mate. It's a phablet, absolutely, but. I would use that every day of the week. I think I would that's use stupid. It. Yeah, but the so you've got three models of the S twenty. Yep. Then and this is not even a bloody rumor anymore. I've seen videos of the bloody thing. Then you've got the flip. You've got this uh, foldable. Uh, what are they calling it? Z flip. And, yeah, and, and that, that that actually was confirmed. One of the Samsung sites, I think in Europe, put it up on their. On their site and took it down again. Like it's embarrassing. Yeah. But the thing is, so this it's is the very, clamshell phone. Very different to Motorola in that it's a much. Uh, I'm going to say it's a cheaper design. <laughs> it yeah. d- doesn't have that kind of exotic look of the razor. Doesn't have a large screen on the front. Only has this tiny little like yes. those second screen displays. The old Why? V20 and stuff. Why did they do that? Oh, I think they that's smart. It would have made it bulkier. So, so there is a tiny simple. screen. Yeah, this, that this you can little, see the time. Yeah, this and all little that tiny on. bit next to the next yeah. to the camera module. The time comes up, and I guess who's calling will come up there. Yeah. Um, I I like the design, but they've gone with it's it's exactly the same as the Galaxy Fold. It's got that black rim over the screen to yeah. kind of keep it on, which the Razer doesn't have. Yeah. So I think in terms of design, Motorola are more advanced. But here's my question to you, Stephen: If we were to play a fun game, what's that going to cost? What's the Galaxy Z Flip going to cost? Given that. It's not a it's not a twenty series. It's not a flagship series. It's going to be quite dumbed down on specs. Yeah, so it's going it's, to be a little more like an A series foldable, isn't I, it? I would yes, exactly. Yeah. It's it's more like an A series in spec, but with the foldable well, screen. It'd have to be cheaper than uh, I well, think. Three it'd grand have to is, sit, the, is the is the current folding well, phone. Can't be that. Can't right? be that. Two and a half grand will be their big big seven inch phablet thing. You reckon? I don't reckon it'd be that expensive. I reckon that'll be two grand. There'll be an eighteen hundred and a fifteen hundred. Whatever the top Apple price is, that'll be. 
You reckon? 22 or 2-3 or something yeah. like that. Right. I don't think that'll be that expensive. So when I, he, I, when think, I reckon that'll be probably around the 2-2, two, 2-3 two, two, mark. See, I reckon if they get in under Motorola, just gonna say, they will be, that will put some serious pressure on I'm going to say this will be under 2 grand. Wow. Okay. I think this at spec and whatnot, I think this is a 1899 phone. Well, that would be remarkable if they could do that. Yeah. Because a, a lot of people, while they love the Motorola Razr, are going, geez, the price, how expensive. Do you have that reaction is, to? The other problem is, will it come to Australia? This phone? I think, yes. Oh, absolutely, I think it will. Telstra be already well, signed the up. Razor's, the Razor's coming, mm. and look at all the popularity. What, what, Samsung want to get a, get himself some of that. Yeah. So they're not going to miss out. I think that, uh, look, if it's under two grand, that is that is a massive achievement. Look, that we've seen the, the Razor's $2,699, and what, what, what features, what other Android features... Are there like this, they've got a, a sixteen megapixel camera, um, a six point two inch screen? So in terms of features, what are you getting apart from a folding screen? No, no, no. I it's, think the battery the battery's a bit low. There's I think no people... value. Let me be very clear. There's no yeah. value in a folding flip phone right now, money wise. Yeah, like, it's just like making a statement, it's a fashion about, statement. Yeah, it's all about showing off. Absolutely. That's yeah, all yeah. It is. So absolutely. I think that'll be that's the showstopper. Yeah. Um. I think it'll be interesting to see how they play it, whether they address the, like, is the fold, the ex- existing fold, mm. um, is that a product that will continue in a, in a version 2 next year or something? Um, is is the Flip Z, Z Flip, sorry, is that um, a mid-tier product or a fold-level product? Don't know. Have they told us, I'm trying to work out the screen size. I haven't, I haven't worked out... How, they haven't stated how big the screen is on the Z Flip. Have you seen that? Uh, oh, oh, someone had someone released a video on Twitter of someone unfolding it. Me, it, looked, it. It looked really long, like it, twenty-one by nine. It looks a lot smaller than the six-point-two of the Razer. That's right. The first oh, you reckon it looks smaller? I think I thought it looked bigger. Oh, okay. Looked long and skinny. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looked really long and thin, like twenty-one by nine aspect ratio. And um, yeah, no. yeah, I th- I mean, I'm, I'm thinking it's like six point four, six point six, or something like that. Really okay. long and narrow. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Some people say it could be seven point. So is that something you would use? I know you're not a fan of yes. a big screen. So yes, you'd it fold is. it yes, down it small. Yes, yes, it is. yes, yes. So, yes. Right. so you have having... been saying since day one, and I'll give a free prize to whoever <laughs> digs up the audio, the episode where I say yeah. the folding concept for me that I will pl- I will use is the flip shut. That that to me is it's the perfect product, it really is. Okay. So I I really can't wait to play with that one. That's going to be that's going to be great. If assuming it's real. Yeah. So, well, assuming this is real. Yeah, I mean, no, they've confirmed it. No, it's coming, I, mate. I understand. Yeah. But we haven't had an official press release. Yeah, yeah okay, All okay. I'm saying yeah, is yeah, yeah. we're yet to actually see the products revealed. Yep. The other thing is, so then there's Galaxy Buds. There's a new set of those, well, uh, will, Buds Plus. Will, yeah, will they have noise cancellation, you reckon? Or, there's, there's, I don't, or I don't, just, better, just better battery life? I or? believe they'll just have better battery life, uh, better microphones for yeah. um, calls and yeah, things like that. Yeah, microphones on them was kind of good, not great, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Mate, there's no, nothing that beats the uh, AirPods. Yeah, for, for a call. Although, phone call quality although at this point. I did a lot. I, I, you've been using the Jabra seventy five T's. Very nice. I did actually told the guys I did a thing with um, uh, Stolsey and Damo, uh, and on on Wednesday on ninety eight FM, and I said, look, just letting you know, you guys are my crash test dummies for these. I'm I'm out and I'm talking on these Jabra seventy five T's. Oh, okay, you got the dummy part right. They said, but uh, well, let's go. And they said, that oh, sounded good. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. excellent. All right, and are we expecting yep. uh, watch updates? No, well, watch was kind of uh, linked to the Note launch. So I reckon later this year we'll probably see that. That's Buds right. was at the the S yep. Galaxy S, and 
uh, watch was at the note, so I reckon they just need to spread them out. Whatever happened to the speaker? Remember the event yeah. we were at with Brooklyn? Was that with released? The yeah, the other side? was that re- not released in the US and Europe? Right. I don't think it made it to Australia. Is that um, that's my understanding? It felt like a lot of lot of lot of fahar. Yeah, yeah. For a thing that yeah. hasn't gone global, if at all. Yeah, I think Samsung are just picking their mark there. They were, they've yeah. got enough products to release and compete yeah. with. They're bu- they're busy people. Uh, you listen to two blokes talking to you, episode four hundred and twenty-two. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter where you are in your home, whether you're uh, in the bedroom, in the lounge room, in the kitchen, or in the tech-eyed theatre, uh, if that's uh, what takes your fancy, you do need internet. Everyone needs internet on every device. That's the problem with, uh, with I guess, devices today and home networks today is they are so required. So every device you buy today is going to have some form of internet connection, and therefore you need a solid, reliable, strong, and fast internet throughout the home, and that means getting solid Wi-Fi. And Netgear Orbi is the solution to that. A mesh Wi-Fi system like Netgear Orbi means you have one device that plugs into your existing modem, you get the speed of your existing internet, but you get that throughout the whole home. So if you've got a dead spot at one end of the home, or you've got a problematic part of your home, or the outdoors, there's even Netgear Orbi outdoor units. There's Netgear Orbi voice units that have Alexa built in. There's a stunning range of products, including a new Wi-Fi 6 range coming soon as well. Everything you need to know about the Netgear Orbi range is at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, Stephen, um, it's a sad, sad week for a couple of big brands. A couple of big yeah. brands too. Uh, Panasonic have announced they are no longer selling televisions in Australia. Yeah, this is big news. Panasonic were one of the giants back in back in the day. I remember my first color television I have memory of was a National Panasonic TV. Yeah, right. Uh, and they've been huge in in when when we went to the flat screen. They were one of the primary Spot plasma on, yeah. makers too. They were plasma. They made their own panels and were top of their game. But I think the beginning of the end for Panasonic came when plasma was kind of starting to phase out. People woke up to the fact that it was using a lot of power, was big, big, thick TVs and, and not as stylish as yeah. others. And when they then decide, had to transition to LED, LCD, I think they were sourcing panels from other companies. So they kind of lost a bit of their mojo there. Yeah. And then fast forward to sort of more recent times where they decided to go down the OLED route, again, sourcing panels from LG Display, but positioning themselves as this premium brand, as they did with their plasmas, they were, yeah. you know, they were talking about how you know Hollywood reference monitors for Hollywood, and where you know all these all these great uh, collaborations, you know, you can calibrate your TV with professionally, yeah. and so that was kind of their ploy when they went OLED, and and kind of didn't resonate with customers. They were looking, look, I don't want to spend ten thousand dollars on a TV that I can buy for four thousand dollars. I just think brand. the challenge in the market for even a great big brand like Panasonic, and yeah. frankly Sony, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Is Samsung are having their challenges too? Samsung is that's spot on. Samsung is dominant in the yeah, marketing yeah. sense, big time. Hisense is dominant in the value sense, so you're getting yep. a quality product at a value price, so they're selling in big numbers. Yep. And then way below that, you've got everyone from Kogan to uh, Falcon or whatever the hell they're called at JB Hi-Fi to Aldi yeah. selling massive TVs yeah. with Netflix and things built in mm. for great prices. That yeah. No, they're not as good a quality, but Jesus, mate, they're a great big TV, and a lot of people just want a great big TV. Exactly. So right. you got that you got that Did space you? between the bottom end of the market in price and the top end in quality and and value. And how, mate? How do you compete? Did you mention um, Hisense and TCL? These other brands sort of aggressively aggressively coming into the Australian yeah. market as well, and and 
kind of at the expense of Panasonic and Spot even on. Sony. They're taking the customers away from Sony. LG and, and Samsung are still battling it out up the top there. Uh, yeah, LG obviously their leadership in OLED is really something that's that's their kind of hook for yeah. customers. But down below there, it, you, you're seeing this sort of everyone's fighting for the scraps too, like with Hisense, TCL, these other brands you mentioned that Aldi bring through. Yeah, uh, it it is a, a a real battle, and unfortunately, Panasonic. Uh, decided to, to withdraw just from TVs. They're still in business in other categories. We should specify. And they just launched the they're still around. Brand, yeah. So, so they're, they're still in audio, kitchen appliances, uh, air, air conditioning. conditioning yeah. So they're still Personal there, care. and uh, but just not in TVs anymore, which is a real shame. I think it's uh, they built, they were one of those brands that I think all the re- the re- responses I had, the feedback was, I used to have a Panasonic TV. Yeah. So everyone used to have a TV for yeah, Panasonic. Yeah, but it's all well and good how you used to have one, but well, you've got one now. Exactly right, exactly right. Is the brand loyalty really there? Well, I think, look, there's, brand loyalty extends a, extends a certain way, but when it comes to bottom line is price, if they can't compete on price, yep. and I'll tell you, you where know, brand loyalty your buck. Brand loyalty exists in things that um, are extremely close to us yep. or um, are month-to-month or are... Um, I guess difficult to move. So banks yep. difficult to move. Uh, telcos they're month to month, and frankly, you know, we're, we're always just complacent about moving. Yep. So if your fridge dies, your TV dies, whatever, and you're going in to buy a grudge purchase, essentially, yeah, you know, you don't give rats what brand you used to have. Yeah. You're more likely just to look at one you're on looking, size, yeah. value, and features. Exactly right. That's what leaves and it, it down. and it's so competitive now in the TV market that that's what happens. So then Panasonic leaves, and then at the same time, very like around the same day, TCL announced they're not, they're not renewing their license for the BlackBerry brand. So yeah. complicated story here. BlackBerry, Canadian company, research in motion, built these amazing smartphones. They they dominated the world, and then BlackBerry started to fail as, as a as a as a smartphone. Um, with Apple and, and the rise of Samsung. So BlackBerry smartphones essentially ceased to exist and then suddenly TCL bought a license to use the BlackBerry brand on, on smartphones and many yep. of the BlackBerry DNA, like the keyboard. Yep. BlackBerry as a company still exists. They make uh, software for cars and different things. So yeah. BlackBerry will still exist, but there is not going to be any more BlackBerry phones. No one else is going to pick this up. TCL have essentially yeah. gone, you know what? Geez, our phones look good. Geez, they're well, selling well. That, that's the Geez, problem. we're about to sell some really nice phones with a Series 10. That there's the Alcatel's issue. there as an entry-level model. Why, why are we bothering with this extra brand? Well, I think at the time, so it was 2016 when TCL took up this, this license, and at the time, TCL wasn't producing phones. They no. were known for their TVs. They yep. had Alcatel as a sub-brand, which is kind of separate to yep. totally different customer to BlackBerry. Yep. And, and you know what? For a time there... Those early devices were really impressive. They oh, were they selling. Were. Well, we, we we were told that you know JB Hi-Fi was selling out of these products. There was this, this loyal bunch of customers who wanted, who still wanted that physical keyboard, that security, and that but just globally that it was clearly not enough people to no. make to make. Well, the, let's be clear. I reckon if there's a lot of money involved in licensing deals, right? Yeah. yeah. So TCL would have been paying big bucks, Bitcoin to. BlackBerry Canada yep. for the BlackBerry brand. If that payment wasn't there, it might still be a sustainable business. Mm. But because Absolutely, they've, they've yeah. got to chump up the the coin yep. just just to make a phone on on the not on other companies' behalf, but with another company's brand on it, mm-hmm. it just doesn't become valuable. So yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that's it's, it. Uh, it's tough days. But yeah, now, now very, TCL have got they've got their own range of phones to promote. So rather than uh, kind of keeping an older brand alive, they'd rather focus on extending their yeah. ex- the appeal of their own brand. Mm. 
Uh, and they're bloody good phones. We saw them at CES. There's the TCL range of devices we're going to see in the coming months. We're going to find out more at MWC. But uh, they're, they're looking tremendous. Yep, they're good-looking phones. Um, so sad week, really, for the world of tech. Two big brands, Panasonic uh, leaving TVs only, but they're still here in Australia, and BlackBerry uh, no longer being made by TCL, and I would suggest that's the end of BlackBerry smartphones. <laughs> I think I better do all the talking here, Trev. Seeing you never got this press release, okay? Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So LG TVs. If you're if you're an owner Who of said a, it? Uh, oh, I can't. I'm not going to name names, mate. I can't. No, it was Haley. I think Haley De Bernardi. Yeah, Haley. Good luck, to you Haley. Love your work, uh, Haley. <laughs> but the big story is though that you never got the story. Right, <laughs> is is that um, LG smart TVs? So 2019 TVs and 20 obviously the 2020 TVs. And I found. They kind of buried the lead here a little bit. 2018 TVs will get this later this year in a firmware update, ah. which is what I've got. I've got a 2018 LG OLED TV, smart TV. Yep, yep. Uh, what they're going to get is the Apple TV app. So rather than you having to purchase the Apple TV product, the physical device, plug it to the back of your TV, connect it to your Wi-Fi, and be able to enjoy iTunes and Apple TV Plus streaming service, that is all going to be now handled through the built-in app that's going to be on these new smartphones. So smart smart TV, sorry. Yep. So if you've got a 2019 OLED or uh, UHD TV, uh, the, I've listed all the model numbers that are going to get it. So basically what it means is that you'll be able to watch all your iTunes movie library, TV shows, everything like that. Yep. But then also then watch Morning Wars, see Serpia. Did you watch Servant on Apple TV Plus? No. Oh, mate, worth a watch. It's a bit weird and a bit out there, but it's worth hanging in there with it. And, and the 2018-2019 TVs, AirPlay? Uh, yes, AirPlay is also on board. AirPlay 2, as a matter of fact. So 2019 TVs, I think it's just going to get the upgrade straight away. 2020 will obviously launch with them on board. But 2018 TVs, uh, they're going to come the Apple TV update later this year in an over-the-air firmware upgrade. Right. So it's good that they're looking after customers from at least the last two years. If you if you bought a 2017 LG TV, sorry, you're out of luck. But uh, good that – and and I recently also got the Foxtel app on my LG TV as well, you know, the Foxtel Now app. So, you know, the little Foxtel little hockey puck that I used to use to watch Foxtel Now? Yep. Gone. All through the TV now, all through the LG TV. Yeah, right. So I can now watch Foxtel Now, the streaming service, well, through my LG TV yeah. and, and in the lounge room as well. I've had that on the – that's – on the Samsung TV. No, no I've it. had that on the on the uh, LG TVs in my office, the Foxtel Now app. But yeah, but that's how how recently are that though? The last few months. Yeah, yeah. The last few months. Yeah, but you've, unfortunately, you've got to have a Foxtel Now subscription. You can't use your Foxtel login. Yes, that's right. Now you need a streaming it's subscription. Utterly yeah. stupid. Which is what I've got. I've got that as well. I've got no, that. I've got my Foxtel have, box here. I don't have two but subscriptions. But I've got now. Yeah, well, it just makes it easier to watch stuff outside. Huh? I know, but it's stupid. But so I've got the 4K Ultra Ultra channel to watch in here, the yeah. two, two channels. They've got the uh, all the Bond films in 4K, 4K Ultra HD, even all the old films. Like the very first Bond film, Dr. No, looks amazing in 4K. It's like it was shot at, they shot it a month ago. It looks brilliant on 4K, and they're just running in this massive back-to-back, all these new Bond films. I've been recording them so I can watch them later in 4K. They've been fantastic. I'm looking forward to more. <laughs> well, if you've got an LG TV, uh, check the model number against Stephen's uh, article at techguide.com.au. <laughs> T 
two blokes are supported by our good friends at Uniden. They've got a lot of great new cameras, including the brand new Guardian AppCam Solo PT. This has just been released. PT is short for pan and tilt. It's the only wire-free camera in Australia that can pan and tilt through your smartphone. So if you're watching remotely, you can actually control the camera, pan it through 355 degrees, tilt it through 140 degrees to keep an eye on your property, your office, your holiday house, whatever you want to do. And in the deal, you do get a solar panel with it as well. So you can set this up and it'll be powered through the sun. You don't have to get up on the ladder to change the battery. You can have continual surveillance through the AppCam Solo PT. And it, of course, has all the features you come to expect from a Uniden AppCam Solo camera, including HD. Uh, It's weatherproof, of course. You can position it inside or out. Two-way talk. There's also a siren alert built in. And it also has, of course, Thermosense, which is the technology that detects both heat and movement so that you get the proper notifications, not the nuisance notifications that uh, you can receive from other cameras. So uh, the Uniden AppCam Solo PT. There's also the new Bullet AppCam Bullet uh, wireless camera available as well. But the AppCam Solo PT, it is available right now, $349.95. If you want to get more information, uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, Stephen, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Samsung Galaxy Book, a solid rival to the MacBook Air. Yep. Not just because it's exactly the same price, um, <laughs> but because it's super thin and uh, it's more of a mobile platform. But uh, you've published your review of that. Have. Mate, it is a pretty bloody epic machine. I call it a bit of a game changer. And, and last time Samsung put out a laptop, which was about oh, six, seven years ago, yep. remember the really thin yeah. made of metal? Like I, I jokingly called them like a cheese cutter. Yeah, they've got really sharp edges on them. Um, and oh, just FYI too, it's one of the only review products I've ever broken. The, well not done. this one, the old, the old laptop. I remember picking it up from the corner of the screen and the screen just cracked. Wow. Anyhow, back then though, Samsung was competing against with a laptop against other laptops. This is a different story because this is they're bringing their legacy from the smartphone side of things, and this has a, a mobile platform, the Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 CX, which is their their new mobile platform. Uh, so, what it basically is is giving you the computing power of a high end smartphone and putting it in the la- a body of a laptop. So you're getting the convenience and connection of a smartphone, the instant on. They go SIM card slots, you get the connectivity straight away without even thinking. You just open this thing up and you're connected. But then also adding Windows 10, a touchscreen, a full keyboard, a trackpad to give you this great mobile computing experience. Now, I'll go, I'll go even further and say that the, the fact that it's a mobile platform really lends itself to there's no heat, no fans, it's really thin, really light, smaller than a MacBook Air, smaller, uh, thinner, lighter than a MacBook Air. And like the MacBook Air, if you're a pro user, if you're you're smashing like Adobe Premiere and, and Final Cut Pro and all these really high-end applications, this ain't the laptop for you. Yeah. If you're a user on the go, Road Warrior, PowerPoint, Word, cloud-based cloud stuff. stuff, Google, all of that, then this will tick every box you want. If you're a pro, like a photographer, videographer, you're sort of doing some heavy-duty stuff, then you'd need like an i7 processor. You need something a bit more robust than yep, this. Yep. I've, I've said that in my review. Like, don't, don't think that this is going to be playing the top-end games and editing 4K video. It just ain't going to happen. This is your MacBook Air competitor 
and all Apple needs to do to level up to this or to, to combat this is put a SIM card in their MacBook Air and that will change the game for them as well. It'd be better if they made a touchscreen as well. But yeah, SIM card well, is, that the, won't happen. is the simple yeah. thing. And Apple, we've discussed this, Apple will never do that just because they're arrogant in that sense. Well, they, they, want they, believe, they want to sell you an iPad. Well, And they also believe that your phone is, is a fine connecting, tethering device. And you know, while... Yeah. They may think that it doesn't always work. Well, they, they, but they put. That's SIM like cards, telling me AirDrop always works. But they said they put a SIM card in an iPad. I know. So why don't they put a SIM card in a MacBook Air? Makes no sense to me. Yeah. Well, I think that this year's MacBook Air will have a SIM card in it. eSIM, an eSIM, because it'll have, and I reckon it might even be five G compatible, as well, to go with the phones for later this year. I reckon that'll be they'll announce a five G iPhone, which is probably a given in September. And at that same event, they're going to say, right, in the MacBook Air, MacBook Pro, 5G eSIM. The invitation to the September event (laughs) will will, will not make any sense, except there'll be five of something. But you won't notice until you count them. Five? Uh, Okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) Maybe. Like there'll be five different colours or five splashes of colour. I don't think that'll be the absolute focus. I think the focus will be the new design of the new iPhone. Mm. Yeah. How do we get to iPhone anyway, talking about the Galaxy Book S? Uh, there's a picture of the SIM card tray. There's He's a picture on techguy.com.au. So, there's a picture of the Mytelstra SIM card in it. There's a spot for a micro SD card as well. Yep. And it's really easy. To, you don't need a pin to get out yeah. the SIM card. It's really easy just to slot it out. Um, look, really thin. What I liked about this was you, you, you could so thin. I forgot I had it. It, I, I, it even fit in my iPad sleeve on my backpack. I yeah, didn't even right. need to go in the laptop sleeve. So it fit, that, that's how small and light it is. And it's really responsive too. It turns on instantly like your phone does. It's got a fingerprint reader for security. Uh, Windows 10 ran really well. No no major delays there. I was using mainly Word and all the Microsoft Office suite of, of applications. I was using browsers and checking emails and getting on social media and uh, editing photos, doing all that sort of stuff. It was my daily driver for, for the time I had it for review, which they saw my review and they said, oh, can we have it back now, please? They, they said, oh, look, seeing you're finished with it, we need to give it to more journalists. <laughs> so they said, okay, it's all packed up, ready to go. I was hoping to hang on to it. I was hoping to take it away to San Francisco, actually. Of course, but, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, they want it back before then. But look, it's 1699 bucks, which is exactly the, iMac, the Mac Air entry price. Yep. And look, it, that, that's kind of the biggest competitor for it, I reckon. If you're looking at a thin no light Windows, I would go for this. I'd say the, the Dell XPS 13 yeah. is, is similar, but it's way overpriced and overpowered compared to it. So yeah. it's not actually but that, that's in the kind same of, market. That's what's that, an i3, i5 in it? What's no, that got in it? This can be an i7. Like This can be yeah. a $3,000 so laptop. Exactly right. So problem. you can spec yeah. it up. But the, it, I think point is here, and so battery life too, which is, we forgot to talk oh, about. spot on, the, yeah. The 8CX, because it's a mobile platform, it's it's no heat, which makes, makes it really efficient. So, like, there's nowhere near, I didn't get 25 hours of battery. Like, if you just sat my, the Mac, the Galaxy Book S, turned every connection off and just played a video, yeah, it might get to 25 hours, but in the real world, where you're connecting, using Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, 4G, doing everything... By the end of the day, I still had plenty in the in the tank and could go to the mid-morning the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really good battery performance. You're not going to be left st- stranded at all. All right. Check out the full review. Techguide.com.au. Righto. So uh, my uh, Tesla, it just continually, it never ceases to amaze me, this car. And the guy, the day that I picked my car up in, back in May 2018, the guy said to me, he goes, mate, today is the worst your car's going to be. <laughs> I said, what? He goes, well, 
because from now on, you're going to get all these updates and all these new features. So your car's going to be better in the future than it is right now. And he was right then, and he's still right now. <laughs> I've just received, because I had enhanced autopilot on my car, yep. and enhanced autopilot entitles me to things like smart summon, which allows me to summon my car from a distance. But also, too, now, navigate on autopilot, which I had autopilot, which is kind of just basically keeping my car in the lane, steering, keeping the safe distance from other cars. But now, with Navigate on Autopilot, it is not only driving itself, but also navigating on your behalf as well. So rather than just suggesting you get into the, to the right two lane, one of the right two lanes to make it to transfer to the next freeway, mm. it's doing it for you. It's changing the lanes for you, warns you there's an upcoming lane change coming. You can cancel it if you want. But basically, the car's making these decisions for you. So I, the first time I tried it, I went up to Sky to do my, my Saturday morning tech segment uh, from So I went from here, from Pagewood, all the way up to Macquarie Park, which took me through the Eastern Distributor, uh, the Harbour Tunnel, Macquarie Freeway, and the Lane Cove Tunnel. It put me in the right lane for each of those and put me there to so that I didn't even have to indicate. It indicated and moved over for me. Uh, I basically had to have my hand on the wheel and exert some pressure on the wheel every now and again to say, yeah, I'm still here, I'm still breathing. Um, and... Even it even indicated coming off the, out of the Lane Cave Tunnel. It even put me in the left lane and indicated and drove me into the Epping Road exit nice. as well. And then it said, "Look, autopilot." Then cut out. Then I took over. One thing though, it didn't work in the tunnel. So it says coming up to a tunnel. So it had me set up to go into the tunnel. But once it got to the tunnel, it said, uh, "Navigate on autopilot. Not not ready for tunnels." So it just went back to autopilot. So it just kept me in the lane. Then the second it came out of the tunnel, it made another triple chime sound again to say, okay, we've we got you again. Uh, so I'm assuming that it's because it can't, the GPS can't get me into the yeah, tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So that might be why it's not doing that. Yeah, because you know in America they don't think tunnels exist. <laughs> yeah, I think well, it's amazing that well, Elon's digging I tunnels. Used, as you remember last year in August when I went to, uh, when I was in Anaheim, I picked up the Tesla. Remember when I, I drove it from Marina del Rey, which is near the airport, all the way to Anaheim. That's a 90-minute drive. And it that's the perfect place for this feature where yeah, yeah. it put me onto the right freeway. The, I had I didn't have to do anything just to sit there and hold the wheel and enjoy the ride. Yeah. So now that's the possibility here with Navigator and, on Autopilot. And just quickly for Tesla owners, who gets it? Well, Model Three owners will get it. Um, anyone? All of them? Well, not all of them. If you if you've you got to have if you've got a full self drive, see, because now you get Autopilot for free. That's part of the car. When I bought my Tesla. The only option was enhanced autopilot, which was extra after I bought the car. And with enhanced autopilot, I got smart summon, auto park, navigate an autopilot. So that is all now part of the full self-drive package. If but you've, you've got to, it. but again, you've your yeah, base you've got to pay model, for it. Yeah. So you've got to have full self-drive in the Model self -drive, 3, or you've got yes. to have enhanced autopilot in the in the, in the Model the, in the Model S and S the Model X. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was the option. If you buy it now, if you buy, you can only tick the autopilot box or full self-drive. Which gives you most of the features I've got with enhanced autopilot. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Check it out. Uh, details at techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, Stephen, we need to uh, we need to find our passports. Yes. We need to find them. Did you lose it? I, I, I hope it's in the same place. I'm coming always. up. Actually, no. When your... we went away to the south coast, I put it in our fire safe. Ooh. But, so it's not idea. in my normal travel a box. Fire safe. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, if your house burns down. Yeah, need right. your marriage certificate, and well, no one's going to no one's <laughs> going to believe I'm married to her. Well, 
the people going, yeah. mate, you're not married to her. You're batting way above you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm like, mate, yeah, piece of paper to prove that. Here's my passport <laughs> at the same time. Um, That's a good idea. Fire safe. Yeah. So where is it? Oh, Bunnings. Okay, you bought it at Bunnings, but I'm not going to ask where in your house it is. Sitting on the off the floor, we just have out of the kitchen bench. Oh, okay. Just so, so it just it doesn't have to be hidden away. It's just somewhere that's going to protect your your stuff no, in the event. It, of it won't fire. be hidden when the that house. That's a really burns, good you know? idea. How much was it? I'm going to say a couple hundred bucks. Okay, for yeah. for the mid size one, enough to fit lots of documents in. You yeah. can get much bigger photos. Ones. Put photos in it. You too? can put a few. Photo in, but they're all in the cloud, mate. Yeah, yeah man. I don't have any so, photos. I'll got I'll get albums full of photos. Oh, yeah. let's be honest. You're screwed. You need this whole house to be a fire safe. Given this, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This room here. Yeah. There, there is some extra policy, extra clauses on the insurance policy, mate. Is there? Yeah, I've, I've specified various things of value that need to be covered by insurance. Yeah, fair call too. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. All right, well, we'll uh, we'll be heading to San Francisco on Sunday. We'll have a show for you the, the evening of the event. Um, so it'll be Thursday, then your Thursday. No, Wednesday. No, Wednesday in, in, in San Francisco. No, no, it'll Tuesday. Be, it'll be... It's Tuesday in San Francisco, the event. You sure? Yep. 100%. Okay, so... It, yeah, it's on is the 11th. It a Thursday morning in Australia? No, Wednesday morning in Australia. Oh, I'm just going okay. to Why am I saying Thursday then? I've got no idea, mate. I made a big mistake on radio then, too, because I said it was going to be Thursday ah, morning. Fresh news. Um, <laughs> they are, actually. I better correct that. I, um, I promised him all the fresh news. I'm yeah, going to be on a plane now. Yeah, no, so you'll be on the plane at that point. Yep. Oh, dear. So we'll do, a show, we'll do a show Wednesday sometime, yeah. Australian time, and get it out for you. So you've got something to listen to on Wednesday night or okay. Thursday. From San Francisco, with all the details of the Galaxy S20 yeah. and the Z Flip, Z Flip and whatever else there is. I wonder and if they'll uh, let us play with it, if it'll be there to use for us to see. Mate, if that flip phone isn't at the what we would call the NDA session, yeah, then, uh, mate, they're kidding themselves. I mean, you, you can't play gotta that silly it. game again. Got to have it. It's ridiculous. Yep. All right. Uh, I'll see you. Um, well, I'll see you see in San Francisco. Stateside. We'll be on. We'll, we two blokes don't often to fly together. Yeah, it's so. like the royal family <laughs> protocol. They can't fly us together. Is that right? So, so I'll meet you're you going in, Virgin. I'm going Qantas. I'll meet you in San Francisco. Okay, you're going to go via LA though. So yeah, I'm just as long as I'm in the business, I Good don't luck. care. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> two blokes talking tech. This is two blokes talking tech.